0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: Hey, before we get to the show, we just want to tell you that support for today's Cooligans is brought
2: to you by
1: Manscaped. That's Which, right. if you
2: don't know, that's the, below, it's the best below the waist grooming, dude. Uh, correct. <laughs> yes, I'm very much aware. I've, I've been a, man, a Manscaped customer uh, for probably about like a, a year now. Which is good because
1: I think people who've met you and seen how young your face looks assume you don't grow hair down there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm here to, uh, you know, to like tell, this is a really a message to the doubters. Okay. This isn't a man's ad. dad. This is no, not, no, no. letting you know I grow hair down there. Okay. If anybody was interested and also stop sending me those messages for those requests. Okay. right?
1: <laughs> We're not starting a weird only fans. Okay. Uh, I certainly do. I'm a very hairy person. Uh, uh, and let me tell you something. I'm, I'm really happy about this because I have uh, hurt myself pretty bad in the past mm. uh, trying to get rid of the hair down there, which I wouldn't even do if it wasn't for my wife saying, yo, could you do something about this?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, how you, that's how your wife talks. She's like, yo, look, fam, I'm going to need you to kind of like trim the hedges a little bit. All right. Because it's become right. a problem. Right? When you go to the
1: bathroom, it looks like you would be shaving a teddy bear So I need you to do something about that Long hair don't care, you should care, my G uh, But I have, I've used Like, I kept an old beard trimmer You know, mm. and that's what I was using Uh But it, it nicked me It nicked me real bad, I screamed And I didn't know what to put on it, so I put uh Rubbing alcohol on it, that was a <laughs> Horrific mistake
2: Wow uh, I, I, This feels like uh, A kink More than anything yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Everything you're doing Seems to be, uh, the be The wrong decision Okay I've never
1: I've never pleasured myself better No <laughs> It was horrific But that's what I use When I used to shave my face I used to use rubbing alcohol Or when I like when I really buzz the beard, like hair on my neck or whatever, I'll use rubbing alcohol because it really closes up your pores. So I was like, well, I'll just use this. This is my aftershave. Let's just say it was a calamity. There was a lot of screaming. <laughs> the neighbors called the cops. Yeah. There was a lot going on. But that doesn't happen anymore because now I got this manscape, which has this really cool sort of uh, guard here that stops you know, your, your skin from falling in. And it's got a light. That's so now right. you can see What's going on down That's there That's
2: right this is, So this is the Lawn Mower uh, 3.0 And it's uh, it, 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 The 3.0 it is, baby it, Okay it, it is really great And it's uh, Yeah Usually we're not uh, You know On this show We don't just You know Talk about uh, Testicles and balls And uh, whatever else You want to call You know them. we do We do <laughs> You know But it's not the focus uh, But this That's is, a good point <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, You know We're dedicating time To make sure that uh, Our listeners uh, You know Dudes who want to Take care of themselves Down there More Uh Ladies, or right? La- you yeah, wanna they, you they,
1: wanna shave your, hoo-ha, you know, <laughs> or you wanna buzz it down, okay, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: but uh, I I never knew Alexis could reach that pitch. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That was quite Only high.
1: when I'm talking about that. <laughs> uh, so, but hey, you know it's COVID. Maybe you don't want to go to the uh, salon or where? Where do where
2: the ladies? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Look, this is why we need manscaped because <laughs> uh, most men have no idea what goes on down there. <laughs> they, we they got don't no know flow. how other people do it. They don't know how what what we're supposed to do. <laughs> uh but pick up go, go to manscaped.com uh and and and, and pick up the, the lawnmower, right? So if you if you use the uh, promo code Gully21, uh you will receive uh 20% off and free shipping. Uh and I again I highly recommend it with the lawnmower in itself, you can use it in the shower. It has a, a yeah, like it's Alexa- waterproof. It's waterproof. You can use it. It has a great LED light for like for precision, you know? Because even right. if you are in a well-lit room, there's certain areas that you can't really see, okay? Right. That, that Unless you...
1: you got weird lights on the floor of your <laughs> bathroom, <laughs> and, it... and then you a freak, and you need this joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You need so to be clean down there. You're quite, you're quite
2: prepared. Uh, I... uh, uh But, no, it is, uh, it's a great product. Uh, Manscaped also has a, a bunch of different, uh, you know, pack. you can get, like, a, a care package that has, like,
1: you Underwear, t-shirts, you can get uh ball. What is this? a ball
2: deodorant. Deodorant, okay. Did you know that? You Ladies, can... buy this for your man's. You <laughs> okay. know, did you know
1: that your ball shouldn't smell?
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. Don't put it under in your armpits, okay? No. It goes in a different spot. Okay. I actually
1: thought the smell was the appeal. Turns out <laughs> it is not.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the whole pheromone thing has uh, been been debunked, okay? So yeah. ignore <laughs> it. Uh, but go go to manscaped.com uh and, and make sure to use the promo code gun. 21 uh, for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, It's a a great, great product. uh, uh, And and thank you, Manscaped, for supporting today's show.
1: Yeah. And also, hey, you know, use it on your ass. Come on. (laughs)
2: Okay, that's, uh, that's how we end it. <laughs> Tonight on The Cooligans, we help you get your 2021 started off right, okay? Uh, we're also talking about the Pennsylvania Derby between Pulisic and Zach Steffen. And we have to discuss what MLS is doing and the MLS uh, Players Association, uh, how they're going to respond.
1: That's right. Plus, we talked to David Goss, co-host of Extra Time over on MLS. We talked to all three or four seasons that happened in 2020 with <laughs> MLS. Plus, we talked about what to expect for 2021. It's going to be incredible. That and
2: more today on the Cooligans. What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah,
1: baby! (laughs) What? (laughs) 2021!
2: Look at this! Yeah, hopefully, Yo, we I 2020,
1: think... son, we killed it. It's dead.
2: It's done. <laughs> Look, I think that was uh, the peak of 2021. It can only go down from here. And please uh, don't
1: say that because last year we're like, 2020 is going to be a great year, <laughs> and then very slowly, and then very quickly,
2: it collapsed. Yeah, yeah. It felt just because of the, you know, the the you know, the 2020. It just felt like, uh, you know, the, it's the same numbers. It might there might be something real fun about this year, real interesting. Interesting, but not in not in the way we expected. No, not
1: at all, not at all. I, it's funny that it's 2020 and we couldn't see what was coming, huh? <laughs> I don't know if anyone said that yet. All right, <laughs> first joke
2: of 2021. We did it. All right, shut it down. <laughs> Shows over. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco.
1: I'm Alexis Guerreros.
2: All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show on television. Yup, and it also happens to be the gulliest.
1: And if you don't know what that is, look it up because that's what we are.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're we're trying to you know uh, uh, be optimistic about the upcoming year. My Not hair, easy. Not my easy hair is is already is 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 ahead of the game. You know yeah. what I mean? This, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. your hair
1: already. Your hair's still in twenty twenty mode. It's like. <laughs> ah.
2: <laughs> okay yeah not it's not braids it got some bounce all right we're trying to you know be a be lively this year how right about a energy uh how was how was your holiday break alexis we've been off obviously from from football tv for a couple weeks
1: I have it was great you know just hung out at home didn't see family you know we facetimed we did the zoom with the families it was great stayed at home ordered and ate way too much food it was amazing. Okay. Close to fitting a little tighter these days. <laughs> got to get back on my grind. But other than that, it was great. You know, just sat around, had a couple of drinks. I got myself some Luxardo cherry, so I started making a lot more Manhattans again.
2: What's great. a Luxardo? What's a Luxardo cherry? It's just like the it's the highest quality
1: like drinking cherry, like the cherry you add to a drink. It's like a it's like a syrup it sits in. It's amazing. It's just, uh, you know. If, okay. if you're into if you're into roll fashions, that you got to have that, and it was great. It was, uh, you know, well worth it. My wife's like, "I think you've got a problem." I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I got a straw in the cherries. That's probably not a good thing."
2: Okay, well, at least now we know. what You know, what are you gonna do with uh when you, with your first big check? You know, it's it's <laughs> it's get luxardo cherries, all right? Uh-huh,
1: just get the big canister of them.
2: <laughs> Yo, we lit. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Yeah, I had uh. I had, very similar uh time Uh, i i think i spent more time instead of eating i spent uh, a lot of my time playing fifa weekend league in 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 ultimate team Uh, i've seen
1: the videos of you unpacking uh weston McKenney, very fun
2: i'm trying i'm trying to be a straight up uh fifa influencer. a (laughs) fifa (laughs) influencer okay so i think i just invented a new category a new career (laughs) What exactly does a influencer get as uh, gifts? You know, is okay. it just coins, straight up coins? It's just coins. Uh, your fake money is a, a huge fan of that. Right.
1: Uh, You've got other carto- other video game characters sending you nudes on
2: your DMs. <laughs> okay, Kirby, I like what you're working with, Kirby. <laughs> Yo, Luigi, <laughs> damn son. Uh, but yes, uh, so look, we it, the breaks are all right. And, and we're, obviously, we hope uh, the best for everyone uh, tuning in, man. Just uh, I hope uh, you had a, a good holiday, uh, a safe holiday. You hope you did not contract this whack-ass disease all right. uh, that's uh, that's, <laughs> that's out here, okay? Cause and that, if you made I, it to
1: 2021, bro, we, we, we could see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Just keep your mask on.
2: Exactly. You know, that's what I think. I think we haven't bullied COVID-19 enough. Uh, That's really what's been missing
1: We should, yo We should roast We should roast like it wore a funky shirt You know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can't can't be coming up be With your your dumbass Like you know your prickly ass uh, yeah. virus uh- yo
1: what <laughs> cologne you wearing dog everyone coughing get out of here
2: <laughs> yeah bro that's how that, that's how we help out and contribute to try to end this damn disease okay I try- everybody gets it <laughs> okay
1: uh we are still Uh, Doing this whole Living Room FC thing. I can't hold and hug Christian. It's really killing me.
2: All right? um, Some reason I thought you were going to say I can't hold my bladder or something. (laughs) What what are you going (laughs) to No. You, baby.
1: Uh, (laughs) One of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, the MLS uh, uh, seems to have decided to, uh, I guess, uh, invoke its force majeure, force majeure. Uh, clause which if you don't know what a force majeure is um it's uh, it's two slices of bread with ham and cheese mm. and um some it's it's almost you know it's, it's uh, <laughs> that's a croc madame <laughs> uh, i'm sorry a force majeure i uh, in a collective bargaining agreement which if you remember right before the MLS's back tournament they tried to slide that in they try to slip that in. they're like oh, yeah yeah no we're going to do it everything's the same we're just gonna add this little force major. We're not planning on using it. We're just going no, gonna no add of course. It.
2: Why are we, what are we monsters? We yeah. would never do such a thing. Uh, That's like if
1: your friend and you are going to a party and he has a gun. And you're like, "What do you have a gun? He's like, "I'm not gonna
2: use it." I'm just <laughs> like, why, why? <laughs> well, are you against me you, uh, invoking my right for the Second Amendment? What yeah. are you saying? Are you un-American?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying maybe I don't need to go to this party.
2: You know what Look, it's like Rob. I'm just saying we're going to a baby shower. I don't <laughs> understand <laughs> no. why you will actually. Why are you this?
1: angry at this baby? <laughs> That's not the gift you brought for. The- a
2: baby is it? <laughs> uh, No, but this is uh, really frustrating, and especially from uh, the players' perspective, right? The 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 players' association has made it uh, clear, and then in their statement, they're really just uh, mentioning. I'll, I'll read the last line here real quick. It says, "After uh, it says, quote, after a 2020 season of extreme sacrifice, immeasurable risk to personal health, and a remarkable league-wide effort to successfully return to play, this tone-deaf action by the league discredits." the previous sacrifices made by uh, by players, and the enormous challenges they overcame in 2020, end quote. Uh, so, yeah, not mincing words there at all. Uh, it is, uh, they, they are just not happy with the fact that, because the negotiations before the MLS's back tournament were not the most fun. You know, the, every player, we have players talk about it, uh, even they on the show. They left with a really
1: bad taste in their mouth. Yes. They, they didn't feel like the negotiations were were held uh, sort of in a in a respectful tone,
2: if you will. Yeah, yeah. Or in, in good faith. There was a lot of pressure uh, put on uh, on the players and they made a lot of concessions that they probably uh, wouldn't have made given, you know, uh, if they, if it was not a, a pandemic. And and also they- this is
1: early on in the pandemic where it was very scary so it still is, but it was yeah. like, no one knew anything about the disease. And they were like, no, no, it'll be fine. We'll go to Orlando. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, we can't get to Orlando. You yeah. Know?
2: Not, if we only knew then what we knew now. <laughs> type of thing. Here's the
1: other thing either like the league doesn't miss when it comes to stuff like this. So I'm wondering if they have something up their sleeve because it seems so contentious that it feels to me like the players are going to walk in and try to bully the situation but the the I guess the league kind of has to has to have something up its sleeve to to protect its assets, right? Like to make sure that they don't give up too much leverage.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, they said that they lost uh, a lot of money. I think it was like a billion dollars or something along those lines. Uh, so you understand that uh, that there is a tremendous loss here. But the, but given the like, I, I I guess my main point is like what what changed from the summer till now that would make them have to go and renegotiate like who wants to go through this process again that is the, the thing that seems absolutely insane because it didn't go the well you're trying time. to get paid bro <laughs> the, the lawyers are like look you're gonna let him do that to you i know damn okay? you heard
1: what they said <laughs> bro they said some french shit about you yo
2: <laughs> yo i can't even understand it all i know is i'm upset <laughs> We suing.
1: (laughs) We force (laughs)
2: massuing. Let's go talk about England and and, uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea played against Manchester City. Chelsea are having a bit of a problem at the yeah. moment. They, they, they're, uh, they basically were like, you know what? I, I like what Arsenal's doing with all those losses. <laughs> Arsenal <laughs>
1: got, got this off their <laughs> shoulders and they were like, yo, hold this real quick. you
2: know. But no, this game was uh, uh, exciting, uh, especially for uh, American uh, soccer slash football fans, because uh-huh. uh, goalkeeper, uh, American goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team was, uh, was was, uh, between the sticks, Zach. So Steffen. I think that's
1: his first Premier League match, isn't it? It's
2: his first ever Premier League match. He he got a Champions League start before uh, a Premier League start. That's right, uh, and
1: he won. So I mean, as far as I'm concerned, new number one was good.
2: <laughs> Ederson, you you have COVID forever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like we
1: could do better, Sin. Okay, <laughs> get your ass to the back.
2: <laughs> no, Zach Steffen, uh, uh, obviously Manchester City wins this game. Uh, you know, not not necessarily because of Zach Stefan, because the uh, Manchester City were absolutely outclassed uh, uh, Chelsea this time around. But it but, just goes
1: to show, like you know, uh, Pep Guardiola decides to start. Zach, in, you know, when you play the smaller clubs,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> you know, like, let him get an easy one, you know? <laughs> well, no, this was interesting, right? Because we saw Zach Stefan play when we went to uh, Germany. While- uh-huh. Twelve years ago, the, at this point, I don't remember. <laughs> but when we went to Germany, we saw him play for Fortuna Dusseldorf, and uh, I, they were just not a good team. Therefore, no. you you sort of assume that maybe Zach Stefan isn't as good because he's on he's on this bad team. But then you, you assume he, that's his level. Yeah, yeah. But you put him on a good team, and then he's he's chilling. He's doing great. Yeah. He, he made a he made a couple. Uh, so couple come saves. on,
1: Real Madrid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so, but Christian Pulisic, uh, also uh, the highest-rated player in that game. Uh, Chelsea were really abysmal, especially, especially defensively. Uh, but this, was, this game was interesting in particular because uh, Zach Steffen and Christian Pulisic are both from Pennsylvania. Uh, Zach Steffen from Coatesville, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, and, and Pulisic from Hershey, Pennsylvania. So people were calling this the, the Pennsylvania Derby. Uh, I, and it was difficult for people to, even if they're not a fan of either team, to where 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 do they show their loyalty?
1: Wait a minute, people from Pennsylvania were arguing about sports teams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: shot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, uh, even people. I mean, in, in Gully Squad, in in the Slack that was working at some point, uh, yeah. that there, there was a, a big debate because uh, we There's have a, one
1: guy with French fries in his sandwich, another guy with a cheese <laughs> steak, and they were going at it. It was just
2: it was.
1: Pandemonium.
2: <laughs> okay, well, you can't. You're trying to sneak in batteries in that sandwich? You better stop it. <laughs> yeah. Why are you booing
1: Santa? It's not even <laughs> Christmas.
2: <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, just anti Christmas uh, all year. Uh, n- uh, no, but this was, uh, look, there's, there's, a, a deeper conversation about what's going to happen to Chelsea, what's going to happen to Frank Lampard, because uh, they, what, how much money they, they, they he spent about three hundred million dollars uh, to be worse signings. than
1: before he spent that money, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they are, you know, like uh, you know, he said, Abramovich, right? That doesn't look like he has that long a leash when it comes to no, Chelsea. No, he fires manager. people
1: for less. So <laughs> goodbye, legend Frank Lampard. Speaking of legends, uh, right <laughs> after this, we've got David Goss Ghost of Extra Time on MLS. You got to stick around. It's a great conversation. We talk about everything that's happened in MLS last year everybody thank you so much for listening to the podcast
2: we just want to bring with the word from one of our sponsors us and you that's right gully squad uh, I mean gully squad I mean the last during quarantine huh gully squad has not only become a just a, a dope soccer community but it's becoming a vital space for my emotional well-being okay? <laughs> yes
1: if it wasn't for them I wouldn't have anyone to talk
2: to a lot of the time <laughs> and
1: also I would not know what an apple crisp is
2: <laughs> okay yeah we are there's, there's so much uh, communication and, and sharing of food uh, well, you know, it's it's you know that, that I don't really dwell in that channel too much. No, you're not allowed to. Your girl <laughs> can see it on your face. that You're looking at food. She goes through <laughs> my phone not to look for like g- texts from other girls. She's looking yeah. She's at, like booty pick, booty pick, <laughs> booty pick. sandwich. Sam, what is this? <laughs> How dare you, you betray me like this? <laughs> she's messaging
1: me, home <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: But no, uh, Gully Squad is obviously the you know it, essentially the the, the cooligans community. Uh, of people that are fans of soccer fans of comedy fans of food fans of pizza uh it's an opportunity to help uh support uh the, the content that we put out help us put out more content uh that we can deliver to the masses and also get some exclusive content uh for yourself so there's a a bunch of really cool things going on in there we have an amazing uh, uh slack channel that may or may not exist who knows hey and even though we just talked about it exactly but you know it's vague it's very vague uh, <laughs> uh so you can join at at, at any level you can join uh, you can give uh, like five bucks ten bucks you can give more you give more there's more perks involved like uh, you know merch and, and, and a pin and stickers and different things like that so uh, it's if you're a fan of soccer uh, if you're a fan of comedy we highly recommend you joining uh, and it, it definitely helps the show grow uh, so we can do a bunch of other fun things you know in 2021 when we can finally travel we can be able to, be able to go do live shows and do live events and do a lot of other things like that so uh, plus you get some really exclusive stuff like when we release the uh the pins, you get a pin for
1: joining. That's right, when we release the pop socket, you got a pop socket for joining, stuff like that. So, there's a lot of really good exclusive stuff. It's not just being a part of the uh you know Slack
2: channel that may or may not exist, but trust me, that's a dope part of it, very much so. So, uh, go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button now. Hi, right, baby, and we're
1: back on the cooligans living room FC, and finally, our guest is here. Okay. <laughs> And Christian, when I think of who do we want to talk to that actually paid attention to the year 2020 in soccer, at least a little closer than we did. You know what I mean?
2: Yes. This Uh, is
1: one of the names that brings that comes up to mind for sure.
2: (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled because not only is he, uh, uh, you know, a a, 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 like a a beacon of light when it comes to look. Uh, yeah, when it comes to, you know, when I need to understand and know, because look, we've been covering uh like uh, Major League Soccer for pretty much like about five, six years, and we know nothing. We have no. not learned one thing. For the s- problem
1: is we ain't been paying attention. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> for us, it's real surface level shit. I know?
2: don't know why they allow us to vote in the MVP voting. It really makes no sense. It's wildly irresponsible. No, I voted
1: for Landon Donovan. You know, I messed up. <laughs> but this guy knows what's going on. And one of my favorite things is what... Uh, this guy and Matt Doyle get in a conversation about which player that's going to be out of the league in two years is the best player in the league right now. He uh, I mean, has real fringe, real fringe stuff. You know, this guy's already getting a series 63. He's checked out, but you guys are interested in the two assists. He had 15 games ago. And that is, that person is none other than one of our favorite people and returning to the show. But finally on our TV show, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only David Goss, everybody,
2: David a
0: beacon of light, not one. Yeah. I've, Never heard before. Never even close to that description. That's because you're friends with but He's never going to say that about you. Well, he moved to the Midwest now, so friends is a loose term. We know each other. I don't talk to people west of the Hudson that much. That's a good point. It's a different time zone. I don't mess around. Also, I appreciate you saying I've paid attention because it's been a deluge of soccer in my face. I've been drowning all year, but it's on the TV, so technically I know what's going on. All right. right.
2: Perfect. Uh David <laughs> This has uh, been, uh, you know, obviously we're we're back. It, it is the, the the new year. Twenty twenty uh, was a nightmare for so many reasons. <laughs> you could have uh,
1: stopped that nightmare. <laughs> we could have just and we could have just stared off into the distance for thirty seconds. You could have stopped that
0: twenty
2: twenty. We also
1: would have known. That. <laughs> it's so. a good point. It's a very good point. Uh,
2: you know, we we had uh, you know uh, Susanna Collins and Jillian Sackovitz on recently. Matthew Doyle as well, and and just getting their perspective of what uh from from the the soccer reporter uh what is the what was your perspective from uh what this what covering this season was like and then also when you first heard about the lockdown you know, at least like for us, we, when we first heard about quarantine, we're like, all right, our TV show is over. I don't we're going to have to start fine. I'm going to have to start doing it again. Alexa's is going to start giving doing pizza tours during a pandemic. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know just- how that's going <laughs> to
1: work. If this place was still open, it'd be trash.
2: <laughs> so what, what was that feeling like of like, well, what is soccer going to look like uh, for you? And, and, and you know, uh, and what the future was going to be like, What what did you initially feel?
0: It was hard. The one thing I'd say is, and one of the reasons I love soccer is because it's global. I felt like we saw this coming before the average American because you'd had stuff in China. You'd have the Champions League stuff going on with Inter Milan and Atalanta and all that. So like, I felt like it was a story in my life in February when everyone else woke up on March 11th and were like, we might close everything down tomorrow. Like, yeah. What's going on? So I felt like we had that coming. But in terms of what we were going to do and how we were going to cover it, there was that first moment of like pure chaos. And then we kind of pulled out the list of here's the a thousand things we always say we're going to do. And we never get to because a new Tam player just got traded. Who will be out of the league in two years. Let's talk about an assist they might have. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to that today. And so we pulled the juicy out. juicy stuff. We ended yeah. up on, on ETR. We did our Mount Rushmore of all these teams. And it was a good way to kind of like dig back in and get to know things. But for me, the best part of what I've gotten to do covering MLS is going to the stadiums, meeting people, meeting fans, meeting coaches and players and all that stuff. And so there's been a disconnect there for me and how I cover the league because I feel like a lot of what I try and bring are the stories I get to find out and the conversations I get to have. Those haven't really existed this year, so it's been tough to try and like, you know, pull the shade back when I'm not even behind the shade yeah, at yeah. times over the course of this year. So that part's kind of sucked. Yeah, it's it's so funny to me because, like, I didn't
1: realize until this just how much MLS events were a routine part of my life for yeah. five years. This is the first time we haven't been to Chicago twice in a year. Right. This is the first time we haven't gone to an All-Star game or, or MLS Cup. This is the first time I haven't texted you to try to sneak us into parties. I mean, there's so many different things that we missed out on. And it's been it's actually like. You know it's funny because when you're at our level for the last few years, you're always wondering like, all right, who do we have to meet? What 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 interviews do we have to do? Like, it's for Christian and I. It's always been run and gun, and and with the TV show, we're like, oh, maybe things will be easier, and we never got that experience. We didn't like I never even got to sit back and think of. All those events is just fun because we're always thinking about work, 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 work. And this is the year where it might have been a little bit more fun. And we didn't get that. So really, COVID (laughs) is way more horrific when you think about it because it took
0: that away from us. I would assume that it was all geared towards you guys. I would assume. I don't know. I've never been to China. My guess is (laughs) the disease was started just just to mess with you <laughs> buddy it starts at the top i like where your head's at <laughs> i'm gonna start putting
1: some red string on all these cards behind me and <laughs> it's gonna end up at freddy ado you
0: know?
2: <laughs> when you look yeah. at the the original look, name was Cooligans 19 uh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the mls's back tournament um mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you feel as far as whether that was a success, whether fans want, kind of wanted this to happen again in the future. Uh, where does this sit? Is this the new format for the U.S. Open Cup, maybe? Like, where? what's going to happen with this, and what
0: did you think of it as it was going on? So when at first, you know, the rumors came out and started, it was trepidation because we hadn't seen anything yet. And NWSL got theirs off the ground first, but it hadn't happened yet when the MLS one was being talked about. And so you didn't know if it was possible. And now you look back – and it was the right decision because of the chaos that ensued afterwards, right? Because once we got through the summer, everyone was like, well, you could just play in home stadiums. You could have fans sometimes. You could do whatever. I don't know what happened to the Ravens because I don't watch that much football, but it sounds bad. So there was all <laughs> these things that happened afterward, where at the time it felt like the MLS is back to when it may have been a mistake, and it ended up being a success. I think it kept everyone safe. It got high-level soccer. It got the teams restarted. It got the concept of this is something we can do during this time period. Back on board. And personally, the World Cup is everything to me. I love the World Cup. Yeah. And so the 9 a.m. game, a little breakfast soccer, the 10 p.m. game, it had that vibe to it in a summertime, too. And I was like, this feels comfortable. This feels right. Uh, and it was better soccer than I expected. I actually think it was better in a lot of times than the regular season because of travel and the way games kind of got thrown together. I think we actually saw more of what teams wanted to do. That's a big thing I talk about and we talk about is what are the ideas of soccer teams? How do they want to play? And I don't think we saw a lot of that over the course of the regular season just because it was game, 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 injuries and testing and all that stuff. Um, So I actually think MLS is back was one of the best things we saw. And I think your idea is right of how will this exist? Because that's what people walked away from it with. This was good. In some iteration, this is going to exist in soccer in the U.S., or North America over the next few years, whether it's a preseason tournament that becomes a CCL spot, like a community shield type thing, whatever it is, I think we're going to see something like this. Um, And I've heard some ideas of people that talk about bringing League MX into that. And that's a way to kind of bring everyone together. Is it, you know, a Southern American city or in Mexico in the winter that you can play one site that's warm so you can get something done? I think that's all pretty realistic. Um, and I think what we saw was it'll be fun, it'll be entertaining, all those types of things. So I I, I hope we see something like that going forward.
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of the one thing that um, I and I, I, maybe you can expound on this a little bit, but there there is there was a little bit of a feeling like sports uh, was uh, at a premium and uh, MLS, you know, NWSL as well happened to be there. Do you Did you get any sense at all that more people that maybe weren't interested in soccer or in MLS actually tuned in and were kind of into it?
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think I'm going to get killed by people for saying this. MLS <laughs> is always trying to – prove soccer in America, we're all trying to prove something yeah, yeah. all the time, right? right? This was something they proved, that they could stand in a time like this and be a legitimate major league and put something like this on. Um, whether anyone wants to talk about that or not, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. I can already see <laughs> – my text blowing up from specific the tweets are friends. starting, and ain't nobody even heard of yet. Oh, my know? God. I'm already stressed about saying that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I did feel that, and I did feel a lot of people reaching out to me from different cities where their local news was covering it, you know, at a higher level, and they were like, oh, the Rapids have a game tonight. Oh, RSL has a game tonight, where I, maybe those people weren't really normally tuned in, but there wasn't other things going on, and people wanted that city pride or something to root for or watch for. So I definitely felt like, It reached out of the MLS bubble as did the NWSL one for sure, right? That put NWSL on a map for people who don't watch soccer. Just as like, this is the sport. This is what you're watching. And everyone loved it. And it was great. And we saw it over the course of the rest of the season. I think you saw that for MLS to an extent as well.
2: Uh, And we should uh, discuss the fact that we did have, you know, in 2020, we did get to have a a regular season, somewhat of a regular season, right? Yeah. And, and and we got the uh, the playoffs and we got an MLS Cup champion. Uh you have you have the uh, uh Columbus crew kit right behind you. Uh they were uh the the champions in twenty twenty. I and it's wanted- next
1: to a Metro Stars kit, which is reminding me of Derek Etienne who scored. <laughs> That's why I got the Red Bull two jersey yeah, on me. Yeah, That's dude. right. Yeah. Gotta show
0: love all day. The only <laughs> team I root for is Red Bull two. I don't root for Red Bulls.
2: I root for That's anyone right. else, just Red Bull Two. Okay, Um, but the the fact that these these playoffs were pretty fascinating. I I thought, um, you know, especially with the with how COVID affected certain teams and, and you know, teams uh, missing players for, for huge uh, playoff games. You saw that with, with LAFC Uh, and, and not of necessarily the the league's fault, right? Some of these guys went on international break and then come back. They, we said, no, don't bring back any gifts. (laughs) (laughs) We're (laughs) good. (laughs) Okay. No carry ons. Uh, So the, but, but the fact that um, when, when, uh, Darlington Nagbe and Pedro Santos. When it was announced, because look, we I know we said we're like, all right, this is done. Why even play the game? Because uh, Seattle they have this. But when How'd you that work that, out for you guys, <laughs> yeah. we had to apologize to Derek Etienne Jr. I saw That's that. I, was, I respected
0: yeah. that. He didn't give <laughs> you any space, too. No, he also call that
1: call this out like we didn't even pretend you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but when when you hear that like what was your mentality when when you heard that do you think that it would have taken away from uh how special the mls cup even was but but columbus crew still made it incredibly memorable
0: so i will say when the injured when whatever they announced it however they announced yeah. it came out i was pretty upset because it felt like we were getting the two best rosters against each other in MLS. That was the big sell to me was finals. Sometimes you have teams on momentum and that's great. There's a million different things to a final, but it really felt like the two best groups, the two most talented teams were going to play against each other. And it was going to be strength against strength rather than how do we isolate a weakness and find a weakness on this team. Um, And I thought Nagby was the one piece they couldn't lose because of how they want to play. He's the only one that can do the things he does. Well, Zeller as amazing as he is, if you lost him but still had Santos and Nagby, it felt like coming into this game, you could still kind of do the things you wanted to do. Uh, Mensa probably as well, pretty uh, irreplaceable for them. But then Columbus came out and played the way they did, and it was awesome. I haven't been this jacked up about a soccer game probably all year. Like they came out, they punched Seattle in the face. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. And Caleb Porter, um, to have his ideas and – He takes too much of a knock for being you know, hard to adjust. Because in Portland, he won an MLS Cup, not playing the soccer he wanted to play. But he did it for four months. He didn't do it for one week and then come back and then do it again for one week. So it didn't feel like he would change for this one game. And it was hard to say because Seattle, what they do poorly is break teams down who sit deep, which is not what Columbus wants to do, but seemed like the right answer after they lost these two guys. And he didn't do that at all. He came out. He was direct. He played a different style, but it was aggressive. It was attacking. And even before the goal, it was like, wow, this is something I didn't see coming. And this is not what I expected. Seattle never reacted. They can never get their feet under them. Uh, And it could have been even more than the 3-0, which is already a historic win. So it ended up redeeming itself in the end. I think the playoffs were awesome overall. They were fun. They were wild. They were, you know kind of 2020 to them i guess especially if you talk about nycfc in orlando that was very 2020 it was yeah. Very. <laughs> the, the administrators viral. on top don't know what's going on
1: they went viral <laughs> you know <laughs> like literally seen, and like, figuratively yeah, yeah but I, that's a good good point but yeah. i saw that nycfc versus orlando uh penalties like you know reactions from english you know youtubers yeah. and it's like millions of views across the board at the end of the day Mayhem sells, you know, yeah. <laughs> and MLS playoffs, especially now that they've gone down, and I hope it remains forever. The
0: single game elimination it is pure pandemonium, maybe. Yeah. And I think it will because it had moved to that last year. And I think people realized, yeah, maybe you don't get the champion you expect, but the performances and the games are so much better. Uh so I thought yeah. the playoffs redeemed a little bit of a regular season, which I, I think I said a little last segment, like there was good soccer, there was talent, but it was just so um unaligned. You had teams that were coming off three and a half week layoffs playing against teams that were hot. Then you had teams starting their best lineup against barely USL rosters sometimes. And then other games where you had strength for strength. I thought we got really good games in the Eastern Conference between Columbus, Philly, and Toronto. That was really the highlight of the season. There was about three, four weeks in a row where they had a big game each weekend coming down to the uh, Supporter Shield and Decision Day. That was the highlight of the whole thing, but it was fairly chaotic across the board, which is one thing I would like to say for every fan is don't feel panicked about what you saw going into next year. Because I think, one, a lot of players who were new to the league are going to have totally different performances. Thinking of like Edison Flores in D.C. who barely got performances. I think he's a high-level D.P. Adam Buxa in New England. All these guys I think are going to be better next year. And I think for teams with new coaches – or wanting to change things. You didn't get to see what they wanted this year. And I think you're going to over the course of 2021.
2: I hope. Yeah. I mean, there there were so many um, kind of examples of the, the, you know, people not really having time to adjust. I mean, it, it's obviously, you know, you hear stories of people who moved to New York on March 12th, and, and it's like, what, yeah. this is yeah. not, well, what it's yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean? But you it's still the greatest the city sense. in the world. Oh, well, that's not <laughs> what it's like.
1: Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't look so great from your tiny apartment. But we, 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 we pay the rent to go outside. Let, let me ask you about the way the regular season played out, because I, I don't think anybody was expecting New England as an example. To be as good as they are. Looking at Montreal, I'm like, what? What are they? I know they made it into the playoffs, and they're not going to do. They'll do everything to not lose to Ari Ray, which I guess. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you got to say like, yeah, that was a success. But have we figured out how he wants to play? Does he yeah. have a system? Is what Bruce Arena doing is just bringing back old school soccer and being like, I right, sit back, we'll hit him on the counter. We got enough people that can put the ball in the net. Like, what exactly is happening with uh, specifically those two clubs? But like. What
0: what do you think we were seeing in the league now? So you have to make a decision if you're a team in MLS, and you have to go 100% into that angle. Are you going to be a team that wants to get all young players and play high energy, and you're going to rely on your coach's tactics? Fine. Go in that angle completely. Because if you go 50-50, that's why you see teams lose and you don't know who teams are. If you're going to be a team that's just going to stack the best talent, that's also okay. I think it's kind of worked for Seattle to an extent, and I'm not taken away from Brian Schmetzer, but they have the best roster in MLS and they've had some of the best DPs over the course of the last six, seven years. Then you can go in that angle. It's the teams that want to sit in between that I think struggle at times. Um, for Thierry Henry specifically, I think what you saw in CCL, and this is going back 47 years at this point, but <laughs> CCL to start 2020 into the beginning of the season, his idea was I'm going to build defensively and then I'm going to create my attack. And that part never came because he couldn't build defensively because he couldn't practice for like six months. So that's right. an example of a team that I think we're going to see the ideas over the course of in the next year. Uh, and I, I'm really excited because they've already traded for three young players inside of MLS, which is something I want to see more of. And I think that's a smart way to go because they're deciding to pick a market inefficiency. Say we're going to go in hundred percent on this, yeah. which makes sense because if you do one trade and then you want to go get someone from Argentina and you want to spend, but you don't really want to spend. So you want to make them young But then if he's young, is he productive? And then I think that's where a lot of the teams get lost and you see teams kind of float around in the middle of a postseason spot or chasing for a postseason spot. Even though it hasn't worked out perfectly for San Jose, it's the right idea, right? Matias Almeida is out of his mind and he's got this idea and they paid him a lot of money and they're going to do the thing he's going to do as hard as they can. And that's going to get them performances that I don't think San Jose is going to get otherwise. You could say, yeah bring in a Nico Lodero and a Carlos Vela and they'll win MLS cup, but they weren't ever going to do that. So why like stress about that or worry for that? Um, So I think that's kind of where you're at in MLS right now is talent still wins out. And that's what Bruce Arena's seen. And that's what Seattle's done. And Toronto to an extent has done. So Bruce says, I can still win because I can still go get the best players. And it's proven. Uh, I think this year was a really good year for that because teams weren't really cohesive. And so what you saw in the end of the final four teams in the postseason was, the best number 10s on the field, and for the most part, one of the best strikers on the field. Um, I think it's going to be less of that in 2021, but it's still the same idea of knowing your identity and spending in that angle. Because not everyone's going to spend the same way. And uh, the big story we heard all year was Philly spends on their academy. They spend a yeah. lot of money. They just <laughs> don't spend it on guys like a Nico Lodero or a Zeller Wow. Well, least- well, you heard it
1: here first, but Giazzi Best striker in the league on the field. (laughs) Uh, As we look at uh, how the season has progressed, we're in the off season. A lot of major moves are happening. Free agency is a thing now. Okay. And we're seeing (laughs) some pretty wild numbers, you know, Uh, what, what are some of the, what are, what should fans expect? Because already so far, and we're recording this a bit earlier, but already so far we've seen some pretty big moves happen, but they seem relatively smart. Are we expecting like that hot stove, silly season stuff to start happening? Like 8 million TAM for, you know, some 23-year-old kid from the Academy? I'm going to need
2: a a bigger briefcase for all this TAM.
1: (laughs) How big is the TAM bill? Because I don't know if we got room for that.
2: You have to create a
0: whole new mint to just start printing up TAM bills and bucks to get those out. Uh, It seems like...
2: Whose faces would be on those bills? Oh, that's a whole other conversation. I heard
0: Alexis voted for Landon Donovan, so I'm just (laughs) going to guess that.
1: You know Garber putting his own face on
0: that bill. Stop playing. He gets that and the private jet. That's why he did the job. You know, That's That's what we're all here for. Um, But it does seem – so free agency obviously is a little new to MLS. The way they built it is you have to have a bunch of experience. So now we're finally seeing players hit that, right? Because you invented something. The league wasn't very old. You didn't have anyone that fit in free agency. Now you're finally starting to see players – Uh, go into that. The really interesting one to me this offseason is Diego Fagundes because he's the first generation of a homegrown on a club, played well for them, isn't Jordan Morris. What happens to them in MLS the rest of their career? Because homegrowns are new, uh, in essence, and the amount of them is new. And so it's fascinating to see what are teams willing to give up for another team's homegrown? What are teams willing to give on the free agent market for another team's homegrown and all those things? And I think there's a big market there Part of what you saw Montreal do, Colorado did it last year with Jonathan Lewis and Austin trustee and Kellen Acosta. I think it's worked pretty well for them. So that's pretty fascinating from the free agent point of view, from the trade point of view. Yeah, there's, there's am everywhere allocation money left and right. You can get it. You can give it whatever you want to do. Uh, I spoke to one GM who said, it feels like people are finding it. I don't know where they got it, and I don't know where it exists. <laughs> but they just keep finding it, and they'll figure it out later on. Is there uh, a way to
1: be sure they have it? Because I could no. just say I got AM. Like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's yeah, like, i trade you $3 million AM. He's like, no. you got it? Baby, don't worry about it. It's coming next week. <laughs> how much gold do you think is in the Federal
0: Reserve? You don't know. Keep your third eye yeah. open. Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. Right? No one knows. Money's like, what is money? Yeah, exactly, really, you
0: <laughs> MLS Dude, we got to get the fluoride out of the water, bro. <laughs> MLS runs on Bitcoin starting in 2021. Um, but it's been we interesting. We do need to
1: start MLS coin. I, I'm not, not even playing.
0: It's a I'm genius it. move. Yeah, there you
1: go. We'll talk about it
0: off air when we get yeah,
1: Commercial break, bro. Yeah. Uh,
0: so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think there's been a lot of smart moves. The big one that popped out was Jordi Mihailovich for $100 million, Uh Sorry, $100 million. Oh. <laughs> Well, now we're talking Neymar numbers. It doesn't matter. Anymore. Let's be It's
1: a it's a row in a spreadsheet. <laughs> and
0: the guys who run those spreadsheets, by the way, those people are insane, but they're geniuses. <laughs> um, but, so those types of moves, I think one of it, part of it is COVID, which is you don't know for an international player, when are they going to get here? How long is it going to take them to get up to speed? How long are they going to have to quarantine for? Are they going to go play international and then come back again? As Christian has mentioned, sometimes you bring those little presents with you back and then that becomes a whole thing. So I think it's safe right now to go in league and allocation money. You have to spend it. It doesn't really roll over. So if you're going to have it and you're not going to sign an international guy, you might as well trade it in league for something you can have, whether that's an international roster spot, a draft pick or a player. So I think you're seeing those start to move around and you're also seeing the value of MLS experience. Nashville proved that to a T this year. But other teams have proved it over the last few years. And so I think you're seeing value come back into, well, we want a guy who's done it in this league before. We want a player that we can guarantee something from rather than we think this player from overseas will be great, but they could be really bad. And so there's that bigger margin there. Uh, so you're seeing teams take the safer route, quote unquote. And I think it's the right move because I still think MLS, while you still have expansion, right? So many more teams, there's more good players than starting spots in this league. So if you can find those guys on those rosters, it makes it worthwhile for you to give a little bit to get them into your team and they don't take an international roster spot and all these other things that go along with it where I think the value in the move isn't the same as the number we see in the press release. Yeah.
2: yeah. I I also <laughs> I, I want to know what what your thoughts on if you do you think what uh, this might be coming back in 2021? Do you think the Bell Mid Bottoms? Ga- <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. I'm, I'm going to do my best uh, to try to bring him back. You're starting a uh, trend, baby. That's they only shoot the show no. from the
0: waist up. No one knows.
2: <laughs> bro, we both got
0: Bell Bottoms on right now, <laughs>
2: the in, The in-game head coach interview during the during the broadcast, do you think this sh- is something that should return? Because there is something to, uh for, you know, Awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> television that I appreciate. That part of me would like this to return, but people—it's like a little b-
1: moment of Cooligans in every.
2: <laughs> there's people on on Twitter that are, that are just adamant. They're like, "We need to get you know, this is we need to get rid of this. This is too much cringe. You know, so we've seen moments where there's an interview and and they give up a goal." Yeah. Um, wh- what do you think? This, I, this feels like you know it's a very American thing, and I, I know it's not up to maybe MLS uh, specifically. It's not maybe more the broadcast broadcasters that really want to do this. But what are your thoughts on it?
0: So, first of all, you say American. I think it sounds like a German game show. Like, what can we make <laughs> as cringy as humanly possible? Yeah. Maybe Japan would do it too. Who knows? <laughs> but one of those. Um, it's been. I think Robin Fraser was the one in MLS's back who got scored on first. In the middle. Yeah. And he was pretty good about it. Other coaches have just ripped the headset off and <laughs> tossed it. And then other coaches like Adrian Heath will do an interview anytime. So he's like, "Yeah, yeah. just leave us open. We'll just talk for the 90 minutes yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the game. Uh, I think it was kind of trying to find that medium of we can't really have sideline people there and interact with. We're trying to get fans that access that they're used to. So I'd be surprised if it stuck around at a national level. Although teams have done it in MLS over the last few years for local broadcast. SKC does it. I think the revs have done it. Maybe not with Bruce, because you can barely get Bruce to talk when he's supposed yeah. to. He's not going to talk when he doesn't have to. At the same right. time, uh, it is brutal. As someone who broadcasts games and who likes soccer and all that stuff, it it, it really gives me heart palpitations because <laughs> you're like riding the line the whole time, where you're like watching and you're like, please don't be a chance, please don't be a chance, please. Okay, yeah, here, question. No, no, just talk quicker, just talk quicker. Let's get him out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the questions can't even be that intense because the coach
1: is just like. You know, they're looking off like, is this is this guy playing in the position we need? Uh I think at this point now in MLS, we have enough evidence to suggest that trying to win the supporter shield is going to ruin your chance of winning MLS Cup, probably. <laughs> is this real? Is this a real thing? Because if you look at it, yo, Philly put all their look, like, you gotta win a trophy, right? You gotta do something to win a trophy or a silverware, uh a piece of silverware. They put all their chips in for um for a uh, supporter shield, they won it. Did that hurt their chances in the playoffs?
0: I don't know that we can answer this question this year because it's insanity and chaos. I will say Philly's a team that wasn't built for the playoffs, right? Playoff teams are teams where you have the Lodero, Zelrayan, Javinko, Vela, Joseph, who gives you that extra 2% that the other team doesn't have. Philly wasn't really built for that. So I think they were a team that was built for winning Supporters' Shield and competing in the playoffs and hoping the bounces go their way. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, so they've proven they could win MLS playoff games. Um, I think it's also what makes what Toronto did so impressive because I've kind of been trying to like, think about that with Seattle now run and dynasties and all this because I think of them as a dynasty. They only actually won one title, but they, for 18 months, were the best team every single week in MLS. And I think that's going to be the new definition of great teams because you got to be able to win both. Um, and Seattle hasn't been able to do that, but uh, it does feel like how much energy you put in makes it hard for the playoffs, which I think is where MLS with the one game knockouts, it makes home seat even more valuable. You're trying to find that line where how can you make it worthwhile to compete with everything the whole regular season because it gives you this much of an advantage in the playoffs without making it un, you know, impossible for a lower seat to win in the playoffs. And I think they're still trying to ride that line and figuring it out. But I think the one-game eliminations makes it closer, so it makes it more worth it to continue to push in the regular season.
2: Yeah, hmm. there is that, that, that real, like, bittersweet feeling, like, you know, if, f- seeing Philadelphia Union fans with the supporter shield and have that, those, those couple days of, of celebrate the Captain America story, the whole thing, we be broke <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. And then to lose immediately <laughs> against yeah. a team that they really should have beaten, uh, in New England, but New England, uh, they they did, you know, they did their thing. Uh, but it was just like this high and then this dr- yeah. incredible drop. Very of- immediate <laughs> low. You it's know? like,
0: I don't know if you remember this. Wigan won the FA Cup and then got relegated like two weeks later right, one time. Yeah. And yeah. then they had the parade after that. And it was like, and, yeah, you might as well have a parade when you can. And, and weren't they in the Europa while
2: also in the Probably. championship? Yeah, <laughs> it was just great. Fascinating. Campo, best,
0: you know, best league in the world. <laughs>
2: that? Thank you again, everybody, for joining us for another Fun and exciting episode of the Cooligans. <laughs> I mean, look, real bad stuff, right?
1: 2021. 2021 everyone.
2: <laughs> look, I'm glad that we fixed 2021. Uh, it is already <laughs> repaired because it, look, it already started off terribly. It's only been one day, but it's been <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, but, uh, David, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off?
0: Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Empire Gas, G-A-S-S, pronounced Goss, but should have made that easier. Now I'm realizing saying it was stupid. Uh, you can follow Extra Time on MLS and MLSsoccer.com and all those places, my podcast, and a football pod, which I'm hosting with a guy up in Toronto named Devang Desai. We talk all soccer, MLS heavy, but European heavy as well, South America, whatever, part of the Stringer podcast network based out of Toronto because I'm working on that passport, you know? You always got to right. have three steps. Ahead. There's <laughs> so one way yeah. to get free healthcare, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than my whole, my plan so far.
2: <laughs> uh, amazing man thank you so much uh, again for joining us and, uh, everybody make sure to follow us as well at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels uh, follow at Football Sports as well and make sure to subscribe to the Football Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the program uh, alright David Goss let us end the show the way we normally do as is tradition uh, so for David Goss my name is Christian Polanco I'm Alexis Guerrero and together what are we? The Cool Cooligans
0: <laughs> you guys went longer than me. <laughs>